Welcome. We are glad that you have chosen to join us here on Brit David Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Pastor Tim Williams, will share a message with us, Why I Know I'm Saved and Saved Forever. John chapter 10, verses 27 through 30. Here's Pastor Tim Williams. Appreciate that. I enjoyed that. Man, we had a great time today. I was with Brother Tim, and we met with our children this morning. And we had several children that came and asked Jesus Christ to come into their life, to be their Lord and to be their Savior. So we're excited about that. And then also we had uh, some men and women uh, that uh, heard the gospel and had the opportunity to come to faith. And then even some teenagers, I think, came to faith even this morning. So we just give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Amen and amen. I'm going to ask... If we have our children, where's all our kids at, man? I'm going to ask them, where are you guys, man? Are y'all here? All right, I'm going to ask y'all to come right down here real quick. I mean, move, 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 move. Now, 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 now. Here we go. Here we go. They're moving. They're kind of slow, but they're moving. Amen. All right. And uh, here they come. Man, you guys come this way. All of our, our kids, man, they're doing good. I think we got a couple. Just look at me. There you go, man, because they're scared over there. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else? We got another one, man. We got another one. All right. You guys are awesome, man. And we had some more, man. Maybe they slipped out. I don't know. But anyway, I want to know, and I want you guys to tell these guys what we learned today, all right? So we learned that sin is when you and I disobey who? God. That's right. All right. So say that with me. Sin, sin. is when you and I disobey God. And then we named some sins. I thought I heard somebody running. Okay. All right. All right. Here they come. Okay. All right. All right. Amen. Y'all must have been over there at Dunkin' Donuts or something. Amen. All right. All right. And then we learned that sin is when we disobey who? God. And then we learned Romans 10, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. Say that with me. For whosoever, say it with me. Ready? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then we learn that uh, a little bit about sin. Is lying a sin? Yes. Cheating a sin? Yes. Hating a sin? Yes. Disobeying mom and dad a sin? Yes. Aren't you glad I included that one? Amen. All right. All right. All right. And because of our sin, where do we deserve to go? Where do we deserve to go? Somebody tell me. Hell. Hell. That's right. But where do most people want to go? Heaven, and then to go to heaven, uh, will being a church member save us, get us into heaven? No, no. no. Ba- being baptized, will that get us into heaven? No. Being real good, will that get us into heaven? No. Making all A's, will that get us into heaven? No. I'm glad to say that, amen, all right, I'm being real, all right, to, be, to go to heaven, you need to ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of your what? Sin. And then come into your what? Heart or life, to be your Lord and your what? Savior, and you know what, I gotta tell you something. I said, how do you know that he'll do it. How do you know he'll save you? And this guy right here, man, listen, and I talk to kids all the time. I was so impressed, Brother Tim. He said, I know he'll do it. I said, how do you know? He said, because he did it for me. And buddy, that's exciting. Amen. I was proud of that. All right. So you guys are smart. Y'all did awesome. I want you to go back where mom and dad is, wherever you were sitting. I want you to sit down and be real nice. Okay. All right. Go, 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 go. All right. Give our children a big round of applause. Will you do that? Man, that is awesome. That is great. Well, let me just say thank you so much for letting me be here today. And uh, again, my name is Tim Williams. I serve 
about 1,200 churches in southeast and southwest Georgia uh, in the area of evangelism. And man, it's just an honor and a privilege to be here. I appreciate your church. I appreciate all you do and, and praying and reaching your community and making an impact in the state of Georgia, not only in Georgia, but around the United States and even around the world. And I really do love your pastor, man. He is awesome. And uh, he's getting old now. He's hobbling around a little bit, but, but I really love him and I appreciate him. He is right up here. And then uh, I understand his wife, though, is way up here. Amen. All right. So if you love your pastor and you love uh, your pastor's wife, uh, would you let them know? Give them a big round of applause. Will you do that? We love them and appreciate them. Now, I was in evangelism for a long, long time, and I used to ask people, I'd say, man, pray for my family, and I really meant that, and I have a lovely bride, her name is Joy, and uh, we live in Leesburg, okay, and so I've got a daughter that's uh, 30, I think 34 now, and uh, she lives in Chicago, don't hold that against me, amen, but she lives in Chicago, she works for Kellogg, so keep buying cereal, amen, and crackers, and, and uh, you know, and uh, breakfast bars, but, but she is blonde-headed, blue-eyed, never been married, and is looking, amen, she's looking, Matter of fact, she's coming on Tuesday, amen, for Thanksgiving. So here's the deal. If you're here today or you've got a son or grandson that's looking, all right, and he loves the Lord and he, he's good looking and he makes a little bit of money, come talk to me, amen, all right? And maybe we can work out something. Her name is Brittany Joy, and then I've got another daughter named Ashlyn Joy. They were missionaries, she and her husband Gabe, in Nicaragua for many years, and now they're home, and they're going to take teams back and forth, and they have blessed us with a little grandson named Micaiah. So I've got Joy, i got Brittany Joy, and I've got Ashlyn Joy. So I guess you could say today, I have the joy, joy, joy down in my heart, amen? Uh, but it is a joy and an honor and a privilege to be here with you on this special day, a friend day, and just a Thanksgiving celebration day. By the way, I want to ask you a question. And I've asked this question literally thousands of times. And so I hope it won't, uh, you know, embarrass you or hurt you. But, but I want to ask, if you were to die today, now don't die today. This isn't a good day to die, okay? But if you were to die today, what would happen? Would you go to heaven? Would you go to hell? Or are you unsure? I want you to know right now, since even 9-11, I think more people are more interested or willing to talk about spiritual things, to talk about their relationship with God, to talk about heaven and hell and eternity than they have been in probably some 20 years. And the reason for that is because of COVID. And most people in this room have had a friend or a family member that has gotten COVID. Some of you got COVID. Some of you went through a real strenuous, difficult time. Some of you came out with flying colors, but some of you lost friends. You lost family. You lost neighbors. You lost coworkers. And so here, I think we need to ask that question, are we ready for heaven? Today, I want to talk to you about having a no-so salvation. Not a hope-so salvation, not a think-so salvation, but rather a no-so salvation. Because I've asked a lot of people that question. And sometimes they'll say this, well, I hope that I'll go to heaven. All due respect, you don't need to be hoping when you can be knowing. I've heard others say, well, I think that I'll make it into heaven. Well, you don't need to be thinking about it when you can be knowing about it. And the good news today is that you can know that you know that you know for sure 
that God is your Father, Jesus is your Savior, and that heaven is your home. You know, I talked to somebody the other day. He was a college student, and he said, well, I believe that only God knows. And I said, well, buddy, you're partly correct. God does know if you're ready for heaven. He knows if you know him or not because he is sovereign. God knows everything, but one area that you are missing it, you can know. And the reason you can know is because God has made a way for you and for me and others to know him in a personal way as our Lord and as our Savior. This morning, if you have your Bibles, I'm going to ask you to open them and turn with me to the book of John, John chapter 10, John chapter 10, and we're going to look at verses 27 through 30, why I know I'm saved and saved forever. Not a hope so salvation, not a think so salvation, but rather a no so salvation. Look with me here, John chapter 10, beginning with verse 27. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them to me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. You know, this morning I know that I'm saved and saved forever because I was there when it happened. I was there mentally. I was there physically when I met the Lord. I never shall forget I was seven years old. I was living in Houston, Texas on Peppermill Drive. I was playing cowboys and Indians that morning, being from Texas, and I remember I was wearing my skivvies. Now, I think folks in this part of Georgia call them drawers. Am I right about that? I think I'm right about that. Well, I ran to the corner of my dad's study. My dad was an evangelist, and he was getting ready to go to revival meeting. And I remember saying, Daddy, I need to be saved. Well, my dad stopped what he was doing. He said, son, what did you say? I said, daddy, I need to be saved. He said, son, come here. And I ran and I jumped up into his lap and he looked into my eyes and he said, son, why do you need to be saved? And I said, dad, you know that I love chocolate chip cookies. Matter of fact, you can still look at me today and lady, that's not funny. Amen. All right. All right. But still look at me today and know that I enjoy my chocolate chip cookies. And I said, the mom told me not to get any more cookies out of the cookie jar or she was going to whip me. Now, please understand. My mother was not like some of these new kind of moms that says, I'm going to whip you, I'm going to whip you, I'm going to whip you, never do it. My mom said, I'm going to whip you, and my mother would whoop me. That's what she would do, no doubt. Well, I said, Dad, I did a terrible thing. I went into the kitchen, and there he was, the cookie bear. I looked at him. He looked at me. I looked at him. He looked at me. And he said, Tim, go ahead and eat my cookies. I said, Dad, I got a chair. I got up there on that counter. I took that bear's head off. I dug both fists in there. I grabbed as many cookies as I could grab. And, man, I was eating them, and I was eating them, and I was eating them. And all of a sudden, I looked down at the ground, and there they were, a pair of legs. And those legs had a body, and that body had a head. It was my mom's legs, body, and head. I looked at my mom. I said, Mama, don't whip me. Don't with me. She said, I'm not going to whip you, but you deserve a whipping within an inch of your life. You know what that means? An inch of your life. That means you're almost there ready to say, hello, Jesus. Amen. And amen. I want you to know that day I realized that I had lied to my mama. I'd stolen from the cookie jar and I'd been disobedient. Please understand at the age of seven, I'd lived a decent life. At the age of seven, tobacco products had never touched my lips. At the age of seven, I had never used or abused any type of alcoholic beverage. As far as I know, I had never used profanity. I never used God's name in vain. But I had lied. I had been disobedient. I had sinned. I knew enough about the Bible to know because of my sin, I did not deserve a relationship with Christ. Man, I had to put my faith and trust in Him. I remember praying a very simple prayer, much like this. Jesus, I love you, and I thank you 
for loving me. By the way, isn't that wonderful to know? Isn't that wonderful to be able to say that I love Jesus and Jesus loves me? No matter what I've done, no matter how many times I've done it, no matter if I did it yesterday or even today, Jesus still loves me. Jesus, please forgive me for my sin. Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life, and be my Lord and be my Savior. And ladies and gentlemen, nothing strange. Teenagers, I I didn't get a happy feeling. I didn't jump up and down. I didn't shout, nothing like that. But two things did happen to me. Number one, out of peace that I'd done something pleasing and honoring to God. And secondly, out of peace, if they were to put my little seven-year-old body in the grave or my adult body in the grave, my body might go in the grave, but my soul would go and live with Jesus in heaven forever and forever and forever. This morning, I know that I'm saved and saved forever because I was there when it happened. And ladies and gentlemen, if you were there, I'll see you in glory. But if you weren't there, the Bible says what? That today is the day for salvation. Today is the day to put your faith and trust in Him. Oh, this morning I know that I'm saved because I was there when it happened. But also the Bible tells us that we can know that we're saved and saved forever because the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. For the second reason why I know I'm saved and saved forever is because as a child of God, you can hear the voice of God. I ask you this morning, do you hear the voice of God? You say, you say well, I, I don't understand. What do you mean, do I hear the voice of God? When you, when you pray, do you hear God's voice? When you read and study God's word, do you hear the voice of God? When you hear a man of God preach from the word of God or, or maybe the praise team that will lead in worship, oh, dear friend, do you hear the voice of God? Now, teenager, I'm not talking about an audible voice. I'm not talking about a voice, hey, Brother Tim, hey, big fella, hey, lose weight. I probably need to hear that voice. And some of y'all grinning maybe need to hear the same voice, bless God. But, but I'm not talking about that voice. Rather, I'm talking about a voice that touches your heart, a voice that touches your mind, your intellect. You, you think about it, Brother Tim, sometimes it's a very soft and a very pleasant voice. Sometimes it's a very strong, maybe a very mighty voice. But yes, as a child of God, you can hear the voice of God. I ask you this morning, do you hear the voice of God? Do you hear His voice when you pray? I pray for those that are lost to be saved, those that are sick in God's will that they might be healed. I I pray for wisdom and guidance and direction. I pray for forgiveness of sin. I ask the Lord for, for wisdom. Yes, as a child of God, you can hear the voice of God. I ask you this morning, do you hear the voice of God when you read and study God's Word? Isn't it amazing that right here from the written Word that you can read that Scripture and the Lord will speak to your heart or speak to your mind? But what is so amazing to me is I'll go back maybe a month later and I'll read that same passage and I remember what God gave me the first time. What is amazing to me, He'll give me something brand new the second time. Folks, do you hear the voice of God when you come and worship God? Man, when you come and you sit in that chair and man, the man of God comes and he preaches from the word of God, do you hear the voice of God? Many times I do and I hear the voice of God and it changes my life, it changes my family, it changes my ministry. Why? Because I hear the voice of God. 
I remember not very long ago during the pandemic, I was in Alabama and we had had several people come to faith and trust Christ as Savior, which is an amazing thing to happen in Alabama. Amen and amen. And I remember that I said at the end of the service, if you'll just come to the piano side, me and the pastor wants to meet with some of you that have committed your life to Christ today. Well, you know, experience some social distancing. And I remember a college student came and he said this, I'm so excited. And I said, well, brother, I'm excited excited for you, man. That's awesome. He said, you don't understand. Man, I, I, I believe in God and I go to church and I pray and I read his word, but I've never really heard the voice of God. But today I put my faith and trust in Christ. Today I ask Jesus Christ to cleanse me, forgive me and save me. And from this moment forward, I will now hear the voice of God. Oh, dear friend, if you hear the voice of God then I'll see you in glory. But if you don't, it's just a real possibility that you've never truly been saved. You've never truly been born again. If you go to church, you pray, you read His Word, and you say, really, I just don't get anything out of it. I don't ever understand anything. I don't hear the voice of God. Then it's a real possibility that you've just never truly been saved. You've never truly been born again. But also this morning, I know that I'm saved because not only was I there when it happened and I hear the voice of God, but the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Can I give you the third reason why I know I'm saved and saved forever? Is because God has changed my life. God has changed my want-tos. I now want to follow him. And by the way, not only has he changed me, but, but isn't it glorious that he is still changing me? I am not what I was 10 years ago. And if the Lord tarries spiritually, I hope I'll be much further and more like Christ than I am today. Oh, dear friend, the Lord has changed me. I now follow him. I want you to know there's some things I do because I love Jesus. And there's some things I do not do because I love Jesus. Not so I'll go to heaven. I'm already going to heaven. But because I'm going to heaven, I want my Savior to be glad. I don't want my Jesus to be sad. For instance, there's some things I do not do. I do not drink. I don't drink. Now, I'll be honest with you. I do drink Diet Pepsi. And I do like, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I do like uh, Coke Zero. And I really enjoy that. Diet Dr. Pepper. And, and, and I know I have been guilty of uh, drinking uh, skim milk with uh, Krispy Kreme donuts from time to time. Kind of working that thing out, you know. Uh, but, but, but I do not drink alcohol. Now, I know there's some uh, folks that probably do, but I don't do it. Why? Because I love joy. I love the joy, joy, joy in my life. I love Tim, and I love my Savior, and I don't want to do anything that might destroy my witness. You know, when I was a pastor, I, I mentioned this one time, and I had, I guess, one of our greatest givers who, who, who liked to drink a little bit. And he said, man, you're coming down on, on alcohol. Why are you doing that for? And I said, because if it's not good enough for the preacher, it's surely not good enough for the member. He said, what do you mean? If I go to Walmart and I got a case of beer in there and I'm walking around Walmart and all of a sudden some of my teenagers come and you know how they do. They'll run up there to you and hey, Brother Tim, hey, Brother Tim, and they'll hug you and punch you. In. And since you're kind of hurting me, you know, they'll be soft on you, you know, and, and, and they, they looked down in my basket and they saw that alcoholic beverage. I said, number one, I would ruin and destroy my testimony. Even if their parents drank, I would ruin my testimony before those kids. And then I asked him, I said, how long would I be your pastor? And he kind of looked down the ground. He said, you probably wouldn't be my pastor very long. 
Don't you know there's some things I do because I love him. There's some things I do not do because I love him. Not because I want to go to heaven, but because I'm going to heaven, I want the Lord to be able to say one day, well done, my good and faithful servant. I'll tell you something else I don't do. I don't smoke. I don't dip. I don't chew. I don't even spit. Now, by the way, I used to when I was in high school, and I'm embarrassed to tell you this, but man, when I was in high school, pastor, I used to have a baseball hat, and written on my baseball hat, it said, dip snuff, be tough. That's right. I found out if you dip snuff, you better be tough. Amen? Because, buddy, it'll make you sicker than a dog. Man, I mean, it really will. But I don't do it. Why? Because I, I really love the Lord. It's hard to be a witness when you got a big old chaw or a big old water back in your mouth. Boy, I love the Lord. I really do. I, I love the Lord. Now I'm found. I love the Lord. I almost was lost. But now I'm found. You say, Brother Tim, you mean to tell me that if I use tobacco products, then when I die, I'm going to go to hell? No, ma'am, no, sir. I'm not saying that at all. Now, if you light up, you might smell a little bit like hell. But I'm not saying that you're going there now. I'm not saying that at all. But I don't do it. Why? Because I love the Lord. Let me tell you, my home, we don't have HBO in my home. We don't have sin to the max in my home. We don't have Showtime in my home. By the way, in my home, we don't even have the Playboy channel in my home. Can you imagine that? A Baptist preacher don't even have the Playboy channel in his home? Man, that's a miracle. Well, listen, no, it's really not. Because if it's not good enough and it hurts my testimony before my family and it could hurt me spiritually, you know what? I need to use that remote and turn that channel. And by the way, it's not just those channels but today it's ABC, NBC, and a whole bunch of other channels that sometimes we need to change. Can I just say this, dad, granddad, even mom? Listen, man, don't hurt your testimony before your grandchildren. Don't destroy your testimony before your children by having something on that television channel that's displeasing and dishonoring the Lord. Wouldn't it be good if they said, you know, my grandpa would always get that remote and change that channel. My daddy would always change that channel if something came on that was inappropriate. And by the way, man, you kids back there, y'all are blessed. Young man, you are so blessed. You don't even know how blessed you are. Even if you're an Auburn fan, man, you are blessed, man. You really are. And, and you know why you're blessed? Because day, today we have remotes. You know what that is? I call it a flipper, but it's a remote. Now, when I was a kid, I was the remote. Amen. Y'all remember that? Now, how many of y'all remember being the remote? Amen. I mean, my dad would say, turn it on. I knew what it was. The TV. Turn it off. I knew what that was. Turn the channel. Thank the Lord. We only had five channels in those days. Amen. But now we have hundreds, man. But isn't it wonderful to have a dad or a mom or somebody that has the with all to maybe turn the channel if there's something not pleasing and dishonoring uh, uh, to the Lord that will change the, that. But let me tell you, there's some things I want to do because I love the Lord. For instance, I want to pray. You don't have to beg me to pray. Man, I want to go to church. Why? Because I'm going to sing about Jesus. I'm going to be with buddies that love Jesus the way I love the Lord Jesus. I'm going to, I'm going to sing. I'm going to pray. I'm going to hear a man of God preach from the Word of God. Man, listen, I want to be in church. Listen, I, I, I want to read the Bible. I know this sounds very elementary, but I've learned that when I read the Bible, I learn more about Jesus. When I learn more about Jesus, I fall deeper in love with Jesus. When I fall deeper in love with Jesus, I go to the source, and that's the Word of God. That's the Scripture. That's the Bible. Listen, man, I want to tell others about Jesus. Why? Because, buddy, I got something to brag about. I got something to be happy about. Man, that I know Jesus, that I've been forgiven, that I've been cleansed, that, that man, I've got a place in heaven, that Jesus lives, actually resonates in my heart, in my life, in my soul, and I have been cleansed, I've been forgiven, I am saved, I am born again, I am a child of God. Oh, dear friend, let me tell you the difference between a saved person and a lost person. 
The saved person says, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to serve him here. And with God's help and his grace, I'll, I'll never, ever do this or this. Why? Because I want to serve the Lord. I don't want my Savior to be sad. I want him to be glad. The lost person says this, boy, I got to do this, and I got to do this, and I got to start doing this, and I got to quit doing this and this and this, because if I do too many bad things to override my good things, I might not make it into heaven. Man, I stand before you this morning to say, I'm so glad that when I lay my head down on my pillow tonight, I don't have to wonder, did I do enough good today to override my bad or did I do too much bad to override my good? With confidence, not in Tim, and confidence not in myself, but rather confidence in my Savior, I know that if I die in my sleep, man, I am going to heaven. Why? It's not because of what I've done, but because of what Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, has done in my heart. He has done in my life. I have been gloriously saved, and I am now a child of God. What a great message of redeeming love from our special guest, Pastor Tim Williams. We hope that you know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord and that God has redeeming love for each of us. Pastor Tim would love to connect with you. That address is churchoffice at brittdavid.org. Britt David is located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Join us again for part two of the message, Why I Know I'm Saved and Saved Forever, right here on Britt David Podcast.